0: go ahead. My name is Jessica and I am 11 years old. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he died for our sins. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Guys, Alicia Yoder here on another episode of the Jesus is Better podcast. We've been talking about God being like a teacher in a classroom, letting his students know the way the class is going to work best, or like a father caring for his precious children. But did you know he's also our friend? When Jesus was nearing the time when he would be put to death, he told his disciples, that he wouldn't call them servants, but friends as they followed him. And that same message is for us, too. Moses had been telling the Israelites all about God's commands and way of life as they got ready to enter the land God had promised to give them. God called them his treasure and said that he would make them his holy people. Moses said, Keep all God's commandments. On the day you cross the Jordan River to enter the land God is giving you, I want you to set up some large stones and write the words of the law on them. Set up the stones on Mount Ebal and build an altar to God out of stones, sacrificing burnt offerings and peace offerings. And when you eat the meat, you will rejoice in God. Obey His voice, because you have become the Lord's people. God wants half the tribes to stand on Mount Gerizim to bless the people, and the other half of the tribes to stand on Mount Ebal to speak the curses for disobedience. The Levites will speak to the tribes in a loud voice, calling out the curses if you disobey and turn away from God and His commands, And blessings for you as you follow him. The Levites were to say that anyone who makes an idol, dishonors his mom or dad, hurts his neighbor or family member, or the traveler, orphan, or widow, or doesn't follow the law of God, would be cursed. And all the people were supposed to say, Amen. But if they obeyed God's voice and followed his commands, God would set them above the other nations of the earth and give them blessings, whether they were in the city or in the field, when they wanted to have children and when they wanted to grow food. Their animals would increase and they would be blessed wherever, whether they were coming in or going out of their homes. Their enemies would be defeated by the Lord and their barns would be full of food. God would make them holy as they walked with Him. All the peoples on earth would be afraid to hurt them, and the nations would see that the Lord had called them. God would open up the skies to send rain and bless all the work that they did. But if they chose not to obey God's voice, all their work and animals and fields would be cursed, whether they left or came home. They would be confused and frustrated by everything they tried to do and be taken away from the land God was going to give them. They would have sickness and plagues like the Egyptians and no rain for their crops and locusts and worms would eat the crops that did grow. Enemies would come and defeat them and live in the houses they built. They would defeat Israel's king, If the people chose not to serve God with joy and gladness and his blessings, they would serve their enemies. Their enemies would break down their walls and cities and eat all their food so that no one would want to share their food even with their family. God wanted them to be in awe of his glorious and awesome name. Otherwise, they would live in fear and have no rest at night or in the daytime no one would want them this was the covenant God made with the people Moses called all the people and said God did great wonders in the land of Egypt but you have not had a heart to understand or eyes to see or ears to hear God kept your clothes from wearing out for forty years and he gave you food and water Instead of growing your own wheat for bread or grapes for wine, so that you would know that the Lord is your God. He defeated King Sihon and King Og to give land to the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh. Keep this covenant so that you will prosper in all you do everyone is invited to enter this covenant from the leaders to the women to the children to the travelers to all the servants to those who haven't been born yet so that you will be called god's people and he will be your god just as he promised you've seen the disgusting idols the other nations worship watch out for those who think they can be safe in the covenant but then Do whatever they want instead of following God. If the land is burned and ruined because you turn away from God and the nations say, Why has the Lord done this? People will say, It's because they abandoned the covenant of the Lord, the God of their fathers, which he made with them when he brought them out of Egypt. They served other gods, so God brought the curses of the covenant on them, and they are now scattered in other nations. Moses said God knows secret things, but he has shown us and our children what we need to know to follow him. But if you are cursed and scattered to other nations, and you remember the Lord and obey his voice with all your heart and soul, then God will restore you and have compassion on you. He will gather you from all the places you have gone. He will find you and bring you back into the land your fathers once had. He will cut off sin in your heart so that you will love God with all your heart and soul and live. God will delight in giving you children and good crops when you obey Him and turn to Him with all your heart and soul. God says, My words aren't hidden in heaven or past the sea, but are in your, in your mouth and heart. I am offering you life and good or death and evil. Choose life so that you and your children may live, loving God and holding on to him because he is your life. Moses said, I am 120 years old. I don't get to cross the Jordan into the promised land, but God himself will go before you. He will do to the nations in the land what he did to King Sihon and King Og. Be strong and courageous, because God goes with you and will not leave you or abandon you. Then Moses called Joshua forward and said, Be strong and courageous, for you are going to give them their land. The Lord is going before you. He will be with you and won't leave you, so don't be afraid. Moses wrote out the whole law and gave it to the priests and elders and said, Every seven years, I want you to read this law to all the people during the Feast of Booths so everyone may hear and learn to follow God, and even the children who haven't heard it before. God told Moses, You are going to die soon. Bring Joshua to the tent of meeting. And God appeared in a pillar of cloud over the entrance of the tabernacle. He said, Moses, these people are going to break my covenant and forget me and follow other gods. So teach this song to the people of Israel so that even their children will know when they have turned away from me. You can read the whole song in Deuteronomy chapter 32, but some of it sounded kind of like this. Let my teaching fall on you like rain on the grass. God is great. He is perfect, just, and faithful, and he never sins. But you have sinned against him, even though he was your father who made you and gave you a place to live. God gave you each a special piece of land, but you were his special people and inheritance. He found you in the desert and took care of you, like an eagle mother covering you with his wings. He guided you without the help of any other god. He gave you honey, milk, meat, wheat, and wine. But you got fat from your blessings and forgot God and his saving power. So God sent punishment. You chose to drink the poison of worshiping other gods, but those gods didn't come to save you. But God will have compassion on you, so you can see that there is no God but him. Bow down to him. When the song was over, Moses said, Learn this song as a warning, so your children will know true life. Then Moses blessed each tribe of Israel, saying, God showed himself on Mount Sinai with great fire and power and loved his people. They were in his hand and followed his directions and laws. The Lord became the king. There is none like God, people of Israel, who rides through the heavens to help you. The God who lives forever is your safe place, and his arms are holding you. You are a people who have been saved. He is a shield of help and sword of your victory. Then Moses went up to Mount Nebo, across from the city of Jericho. God showed him all the land the tribes would get to live in, saying, This is the land I promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's children. And Moses died on the mountain. He was 120 years old. And all the people wept for thirty days. Joshua was full of God's wisdom, and the people obeyed him, though the Lord had known Moses face to face. Did God make Israel's choice confusing when he said, I am offering you life and good, or death and evil? He even told them what to choose. So how are they supposed to show God that they were choosing life? By choosing Him. From the time they were rescued from Egypt, to the way God cared for them in the desert, to this final call for obedience before entering the land God had promised them, God was showing them how strong and wise and powerful He was. He wanted to be their king because he knew that living as his children would be the only way for them to have a true life, to be who they were made to be. He knew that if they decided to put other things on God's throne, like idols or even thinking they were great because they had lots of blessings, they would forget God's greatness and think they could take care of themselves. And when God wasn't taking care of them, enemies could come in and take over. They would lose their blessings and joy because they could only be enjoyed with God as their king. Sometimes it didn't seem like people who followed God had very many blessings, though. You might remember a man named Joseph who was sold into slavery by his brothers. Or a man named Job who lost his children and all his money and got sick. Even Moses, who had mostly obeyed God's voice in leading the Israelites, really wanted to go into the Promised Land, but God chose Joshua to lead the people in. If God is our King, does that mean that life will always seem fair? That your team will always win their soccer games? Or you will always get to watch the show you want. Or if you're kind to your sister, she'll always be kind back. How often do we ask, God, what do you want for my life in your kingdom? You see, he's doing beautiful things in our world. Becoming famous in nations around the world and letting us all enjoy being a part of his family. He's been writing a story since before he created the world to show his greatness and love and to save us from places all around the world through Jesus. And in the end, he'll create a new earth for those who are part of his family to live in forever, enjoying him and everyone we're with. Maybe, like Moses, he has a different Part for us in his story. Maybe we won't get to do everything we want to do before we die. Maybe we'll feel like we have more pain and sadness than our friends. Is it still worth it to choose life in Jesus? To be a part of his story along with everyone else who believes in him? Jesus might say something like this, I love it when you focus on delighting in me and sharing your delight with others, letting me choose your part in my story. You might not be a Moses or a Joshua, but I am honored and blessed as you live in trust, obedience, and loving me wherever you are. Will you let me be your king each day? With each job I give you and each moment we are just Enjoying being together? I love being your safe place, holding you in my arms, knowing that you want to be there. Will you trust me to bring you into true life, here and forever and ever? Let's pray. Jesus, we want you to be our king. Show us when Satan wants to trick us into thinking that we would be better off without you. Thank you for wanting to be with us and for calling us your treasure. We receive your blessings and joy in whatever happens in our lives. Amen. Okay, guys, thanks again for listening. See you next time.